0: Well, happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend, and I really hope you were in worship with us at First Baptist this past Sunday. If you were not, please visit our YouTube channel, our uh, our website, and watch one of the live streams from this past Sunday. Um, today, we are in Psalm 82. And what I wrote in my journal after reading this, this psalm, and I, I have to admit, this was not an easy one to understand, so I did a lot of thinking. I even did some research Um, And uh, this can be a complicated psalm, but once you understand it, it is a very powerful psalm. And, And the summary statement I wrote in my journal after really working through this and spending some time on Psalm 82 is this. God holds earthly judges, leaders, people of power and influence accountable for how they treat or impact the weak, the poor, and the powerless. That's the message of Psalm 82. Verse 1, let's just walk through it. Verse 1, God takes his stand in his own congregation. He judges in the midst of the rulers, or uh, the NIV and King James will have a little g, small g, gods. And the picture is that God is standing in the middle of his people, the the, the middle of his congregation. And the word translated gods or rulers here is is the, the word Elohim, which in the Old Testament can be used for God or for powerful people. And here he's talking about powerful people, and that'll become more clear in a moment. And so God is in the midst of his congregation standing up looking around so he can observe those who are powerful those who are rulers those who are judges those who have influence if you will verses 2 through 4 how long will you judge unjustly god is the one talking here so god is talking to the people that at the end of verse 1 are called rulers or gods elohim the the powerful people And he says to them, God is speaking, he's standing amidst them and among them, and he's surveying everything, and he looks at all of these judges, all of these powerful people and leaders and so on, decision makers, and he says to them, God is speaking now in verse 2, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? And then God says to them, vindicate the weak and the fatherless, Do justice to the afflicted and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. And so God stands in the midst of his people, and he says to those in leadership, to those who are judges, to those who are rulers, government leaders, institutional leaders, those who are business leaders, those who have power to impact, influence to impact other people's lives, God stands among them surveying what they do, and he says, how long are you going to let The powerful and the connected and the people with bad intentions take advantage of those who are weak and powerless, who are disadvantaged, who don't have connections. How long are you going to allow others to enrich themselves at the expense of the poor, the fatherless, the orphans, and so on? Instead, he says in verses 3 and 4, because you are in a position of leadership, a position of of, of decision-making, a position of power and influence, you should be protecting them. You should be vindicating them. You should be rescuing them. You should be helping them, not allowing yourself or others to benefit and profit at their expense simply because you can. Verse five, they do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. And I spent some time really thinking, who's the they referring to? It's referring to these unjust judges, to these unethical leaders, people of position and power. He said, because the truth is, they're living and walking in darkness, not the light of God. Because sin is always darkness. Holiness and justice is light. And when he says the foundations of the earth are shaken, these people who make decisions, who who have control, who have power and influence and so on, When they act unjustly, when they don't protect the weak, when they take advantage of the powerless, it's like they are shaking the foundation, they are shaking the ground under the feet of, under the lives of those who have no money, have no power, have no connections, and making life even more unstable for them. Verse 6. I said, now this is God talking. You are gods. The, the rulers, by the way, Jesus quoted this verse in John chapter 10, verse 34. So he's not talking about deities, he's talking about people, people who have some power. But God has power. Not as much, but they have power. I said, You are gods, you have power. And all of you are sons of the Most High. Why? Because God is the author of government. God established government. God God puts leaders in place to lead, but he expects you to do it with ethics and justice and integrity and compassion and care. That's why the Old Testament prophets condemned leaders who took bribes those who enrich themselves on the backs of others in an unethical way. Just because you can does not mean you should. Just because it's legal does not mean it's right. You are sons of the Most High, God-ordained government. Therefore, God holds accountable those who are in leadership those in the judicial system, God holds them accountable for how they execute the office that God ordained, how they impact the lives of those who have nothing. Accountable to God because you're, you exist, as Paul talks about in Romans, and you are operating out of an office, God created and God stands in the midst of the congregation seeing how you conduct yourself in that office that he created and as a leader, a person of decision, a person of power, hold you accountable for what you do while in the office he created and then he says in verse 7 Never- nevertheless you will die like men and fall like any one of the princes, he said you know basically it is arrogance. It causes a man to think he's better than others, that he deserves. It's arrogance. God says the truth is you may think You're better than others. You may think you're more than others. The truth is you're just a mere man and one day you're going to die like every other man. You're going to die like that poor man and when you do, it won't be me standing in the midst of the congregation evaluating how you're doing. It'll be you standing before me having to give an account for what you did. Verse eight. Arise, O God, judge the earth. For it is you who possesses all the nations. Ultimately, God is the great judge to whom everyone will give an account, including the earthly human gods, the earthly human judges, the earthly human leaders, the earthly human rich, the earthly human people of power and influence and connection. They will be judged by God just as they have judged others. Mm. The blessed are to be a blessing to the weak and powerless, not an abuser who takes advantage of them to enrich himself or herself. That is the message of Psalm 82. I told you, At first reading, hard to understand, but once you understand it, powerful, prophetic, and a needed voice in today's American culture. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at Psalm 83.